You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist. The United States of America, a country like all others in that its history has taken us on a journey through both good times and bad. The question facing many today as we look at the top news stories in the media is whether or not that journey is worth remembering. President Barack Obama, the United States' first black president, thought it was important to remember our journey. He stated in his inaugural address in 2009 that this journey has brought us to the place where we remain the most prosperous and powerful nation on earth. He continued on telling how our founding fathers' ideals still light the world today and how we will not, quote, give them up for expedience's sake, unquote. But as we read the news this week, there are many who disagree and the goal to erase snippets of history from our journey has begun. Different athletic teams have started to refuse using the Star-Spangled Banner as the national anthem sung before their events. Monuments and memorials have been removed or defaced throughout the country without consideration of their purpose or what they represent. And Senator Elizabeth Warren brought an amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act that has been approved this week. This amendment would give the Defense Department three years to implement name changes to military bases such as Fort Lee, Fort Hood, Fort Bragg, and many others. On another note, the 2020 presidential candidates have hit the campaign trail full speed as the November elections are fast approaching. President Donald Trump is traveling and attending rallies in person, while former Vice President Joe Biden is doing the opposite. He's attending events virtually and is having small gatherings where social distancing is practiced because of the COVID-19 outbreaks. Joe Biden, to no one's surprise, has won the support of the Natural Resources Defense Council, a major national environmental group who has sued the Trump administration more than 100 times because they disagreed with Trump's policies in regards to climate change. Others have pledged their support to Biden. For instance, the United Steel Workers Union said that they're going to support Biden because, quote, Biden has been a longtime friend of workers and our union, unquote. Barack Obama's involvement in the Biden campaign has also proved beneficial as he has raised $7.6 million in just one fundraising event. On the other hand, President Trump, true to his character, has continued to use his voice on social media platforms and remains busy with presidential responsibilities. Trump's federal judge nominee was confirmed this week by the Senate. Corey Wilson, a man from Mississippi, he wants complete and immediate reversal of Roe v. Wade. Wilson will serve on the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, a court that addresses abortion issues often. President Trump also met with his first foreign visitor since the coronavirus this week, the president of Poland. They talked about the plan to start moving U.S. troops out of Germany, some of which would possibly be sent to Poland. They increased the security collaboration between the two countries last year, and so this year they are planning to sign a defense cooperation agreement as a warning signal for Russia. As both Biden and Trump look towards November, we, the American people, are looking forward to hearing their three presidential debates that are scheduled to take place before we decide who to vote for. Due to a recent surge of COVID-19 in Washington state, Governor Jay Inslee has issued a statewide mandate that requires residents to wear face masks when in a public setting. 
Texas Governor Greg Abbott has put the reopening stage on pause in response to the increase in coronavirus numbers this last week, and elective surgeries are once again suspended in the big cities like Dallas, Austin, and Houston. Disneyland also has postponed its reopening date due to the COVID-19 numbers in California and rumors of another national shutdown can be heard. The IRS, because of the COVID-19, has sent over 160 million economic impact payments worth about $269.3 billion. Unfortunately, because of the need to quickly process all the payments, it is estimated nearly $1.4 billion was sent to people who are already dead. As for the people who are alive and looking for work, the Labor Department's weekly jobless claims report said that 1.48 million Americans filed initial jobless claims last week as COVID-19 continues to disrupt our lives. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says, quote, close to 25 million people have been displaced in the workforce, either partially or through unemployment. Unquote. Whether it is about history from centuries ago or just from last month, it is important to remember facts so you can be confident in how to move forward. How will you respond if there is another national shutdown? How will you respond to the sins of our country in the times gone by? Don't ignore the past. It might negatively impact the journey forward. I'll leave you with a quote from William Hashti. He says, History informs us of past mistakes from which we can learn without repeating them. It also inspires us and gives confidence and hope bred of victories already won. Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Views. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedom, I-S-T-S, dot U-S. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking.